0: Get. <laughs> hello. hello and welcome to this is the part i don't get with me jay
1: <laughs> and i
0: bay <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> this is episode
1: 78 that would up. be my guess that would be my I guess looked it up. <laughs> as soon as you started talking i was like oh shoot i forgot to look up what number what numbered episode this is
0: i figured i wouldn't just leave it to you let
1: me, let me check while she's booting up her old computer isn't she so her sweet old grandma computer <laughs> yeah grandma <laughs> over here oh that's so nice Ooh. of you but yeah a seven seventy seventy eight yeah. 70 70, 70, 70, I sound like I have a stutter. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. Well, I believe I it's, think it's mine. Yeah, I think it's my turn. I think it think it's my turn. Right. So, um, many it. times before I've said and referenced that I get my topics via the calendar.
0: <laughs> oh, right. Right. Um, You're, yes. You've so, been very uh, in sync with, uh, with the
1: holidays. <laughs> yes. So it's not really a holiday this time, but uh of course we've experienced the first day of spring. Yes. In in March. And it
0: um just slapped us in the face. Kind of yeah, and, the way and um, got
1: frozen again.
0: Yeah. Kind of the way uh um, Will Smith slapped Chris
1: Rock. way to way to circle back.
0: It uh, <laughs> <laughs> took me a minute, but I got there.
1: You got there. <laughs> so um yeah welcome to maryland it's the only state in, in the country i feel like that can have all four seasons in one week yeah, um, don't put any
0: winter clothes or summer nope. clothes away ever until june oh, you know speaking <laughs> the devil i think i just got a, an advisory on my phone uh,
1: Is it gonna severe,
0: severe thunderstorm warning has been issued for your area okay well all my right. husband's at rugby
1: practice so that's great <laughs> well a- April you know showers? April showers yes that is correct Bring May flowers yes so the in the springtime theme I am going to do a flower topic episode it is about oh. something called tulip mania have you oh, heard of tulip mania have- no, I'm surprised we didn't have uh, you know our friend
0: the botanist Keeley on here. <laughs>
1: I, um, yes, I think she is our fan, but I'm not quite sure she's she's a frequent enough listener.
0: Yeah, but hopefully but, you know, maybe she, she can always do an
1: interview. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. Well, should have well, no, never would've. heard of
0: tulip tulip maybe. <laughs> uh
1: So this is um, not a current events topic. This is uh, all the way back in uh, sixteen thirty um in the good old days
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you can't say that anymore apparently
1: it's really more about economics than it is about flowers that i found out while researching and was like great you know something i know nothing about this is is (laughs) wonderful big words you know lots of big words (laughs) so i got (laughs) i got the inspiration from an old adam Ruins Everything episode. uh, Mm -hmm. And I just kind of clocked that and just thought, okay, this is something that I want to think about looking up later. And I got some information from Wikipedia and some other YouTube channels. There was one called Three Minute History. And it really does tell the history in three minutes, but they talk really fast. So I kept on having to pause it. (laughs) Uh, it, uh, Like 20 (laughs)
0: minutes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was definitely longer than three for me. So this tulip mania happened in, si- in the 1630s and it's largely considered to be the first economic bubble in history okay. um you know when you hear like the bubble burst kind of thing oh the bubble is a good thing right bubbles are bad oh, when bad. they burst <laughs> oh,
0: so before they burst they're good but ultimately it's you know
1: it usually burst. leads to bad things is from okay. what i've what i've seen uh okay. here in in the very extensive economic research that i've done of course so it was part of essentially a significant economic crisis so therefore i'm gonna go with that okay but well i just feel free to wolf chime of... in folks
0: <laughs> i just watched wolf of wall street not too long ago so ask me anything about finances
1: oh i am oh, i will i
0: will <laughs> i will
1: are you gonna beat your chest? Mm. <laughs> oh my god! <gosh>. Mm. <laughs> just do
0: lines of coke like during Literally, lunch. That was all
1: improv. <laughs> that, like, I believe it. Chest, I totally believe it. <laughs> that
0: was one, that was like one of my favorite scenes.
1: His book, Matthew McConaughey's book, was amazing. I he listened to it on. He just wrote a book about himself. Yes, and mm. he has had one of the most interesting lives. I can honestly say. And it, I I listened to the audio tape, which he of course reads himself. So it was just oh, it was he's got a
0: great reading voice.
1: I think I think it's called Red Lights. It might be called Red Lights or Green Lights. I'm not sure. One of those. And it, it, I really highly recommend it if you want some fun stuff. And I think he does talk about that scene in there. I could be mistaken, <laughs> but I believe. I mean, he he's got to be. He's got to go some seen. shit. He's one weird. Yes, dude. he is a very. But I think it was, he's it was, got it was a, a fascinating read. i I I agree i agree but i don't know from from the book that's what i would say too so according to wolf of rawl street um and your extensive economic by watching uh, the movie knowledge and my wikipedia browse Mm -hmm. we should be able to get through this
0: yes this is turned into an economics podcast (laughs) (laughs) we're breaking the glass ceiling ladies
1: (laughs) (laughs) sure (laughs) Um, <laughs> so a little little background on tulips, also. Uh, so du- dual topic, dual topic. Sure, uh, herbology here, <laughs> which is not <laughs> actually a real word, I don't think. It might be, I don't know. Uh, so tulips uh, that were native to Asia didn't know that were a very popular flower in the 16th century during the Ottoman Empire, and apparently they uh, symbolized God god herself the tulip represented oh. um and wow. it was kept in royal gardens and it was depicted a, in a lot of different varieties of, of works of art of the time period so very important little flower no pressure yeah
0: that's a so, lot of power for a little
1: flower little flower yeah so in 1554 tulips came to europe when the holy roman empire's leader sent the first tulip bulb to austria and then a then famous botanist grew and cultivated them and, and proved that they could grow in harsher weather conditions. So between 1600 and 1720, the Dutch themselves got a hold of this little, this little, little flower. And uh, they happened to be doing very, very well, economically speaking. They were one of the world's leading economic financial powers at the time. And they had just recently achieved their independence from Spain, and they had a very growing middle class. So the success of that Dutch economy meant that the middle class had more money to buy luxury items. What luxury items, you might ask? Tulips. Tulips. So tulips were a favorite luxury item of the Dutch peoples at this time, you know, being so significant and important especially tulips that were multicolored because they were harder to find they were more rare rare i said rear more rare. so in uh, by 1636 the tulip bulb became the fourth leading expert expert oh my god i can't read export product <laughs> of the netherlands
0: this they was were also virgin. probably experts at exporting so you're not wrong
1: <laughs> they probably were now, <laughs> the tulip bulb was the fourth leading export. So this was after gin, herring, and cheese. Oh, okay. Wait, well, we got clock. our priorities. Got the priorities. I'm dropping, I'm dropping a lot of cultural knowledge on you here. So we okay. got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they eat pickled some- herring up there. I think they do. I can't Yum. imagine what that smells like. Uh, you know to each their own so why were flowers luxury items you know so tulips were new to the netherlands okay so big deal because they're new and they were apparently hard to come by so this of course made them status symbol you know when things are rare people get excited princess diana you know beanie babies it's funny you should mention that because the beanie babies mm-hmm. were mentioned in some of the articles that i read and it said that you can basically equate the tulip mania with the limited edition beanie babies you can't oh. that's how crazy they were for the tulips, wow apparently they had so. them in a little box like a plexiglass <laughs> we'll box. Case. like beauty and the so Beast. it's untouched <laughs> the last petal that falls by the end of the season you will tell me you love me. So at first, <laughs> tulips were a status symbol, but the price and the prices of the tulips remained pretty stable. You know, they were like, oh, tulips, man, those are awesome. I want one. But the prices for said tulip were just pretty normal, right?
0: It wasn't but like then
1: crazy the- expensive. Wasn't crazy expensive. Uh, but it was a luxury item. So you have to imagine it was a little bit more than... Maybe some, your average daisy, Maybe some cheese. Will. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the low-lying fruit. <laughs> no shade yes. to the daisies. No shade to the daisies. <laughs> Gerber daisies are actually one of my my favorite flower. Oh. Um, so, what happened? French, you know, it's always the French. The French oh merchants God. started to buy up these tulips. Lavash. And, <laughs> and, um, they were really, you know, live in their, their rêve, their dream. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so sellers then began to start stockpiling the tulips in the Netherlands and focus more on like the selling process rather than, you know, growing and cultivating the flower
0: right it became like a factory farm situation but for yeah
1: so they're stockpiling these tulips they're like we got to stockpile almost like what happened with toilet paper and covid you know we gotta get as many of these as we can because these french merchants they're coming in they're buying up these tulips man so in the 1630s tulip prices began to rise and rise and rise cnbc wrote quote studies show that consumers are particularly attracted to luxury when they feel less confident and less powerful compared to others. And they anticipate to experience a boost in confidence and power by buying and consuming luxury." End quote. But they also said on the exact total opposite end of the the spectrum, however, not everyone gets a boost. Some people actually feel less confident when they have a luxury item because they don't feel like themselves is what CNBC said. So I don't know. I can definitely see both sides of that for sure. So these, these prices are going up. People are wanting to buy them. They're getting, they're getting more and more rare and harder to find. And part of the reason why the prices went up was due to the nature of the tulip flower itself itself. Because they only bloom in the springtime, which is why I'm doing this topic. After they have finished blooming, they turn back into the bulbs and the bulbs, you know, it, it's a perennial. And so it'll come back next year. So the bulbs can be nice. moved and resold. But when they're blooming, they can't be moved because then you're going to damage the flower. So the plant takes also multiple years to fully mature. Went through the growing process so instead of buying the tulip like the plant that's in bloom they want they started buying the bulbs but they weren't even buying the actual tulip bulb they would buy a contract that meant that they would get the tulip someday in the future oh my god <laughs> so like i guess like in the spring you know, so they started buying them up in the fall and the winter. These contracts and saying, like, "All right, I'm going to get this tulip come springtime." Right? Mm-hmm. This is what is called. This is I'm dropping some economics on you here. It's called a futures contract, and these these do mm-hmm. exist. It and is in the con- word, I guess. <laughs> I know right there. If these contracts were used the way that they were intended, and human beings were uh, just always honest, you know, trustworthy and uh, everything would be great. But no, no, the, these contracts Did something were something go regulated. wrong? Are you, are you saying <laughs> these contracts were honored? <laughs> <laughs> these contracts were not regulated and were mostly conducted in taverns and in social atmospheres and not official so, ones. And there was uh, too much gin perhaps? Perhaps, maybe too much herring and cheese as well. <laughs> So, uh, you know, big ruckus. Good night. Once you had your quote future tulip contract, you could then do whatever you wanted with that contract, including selling that contract if you wanted to. So you yeah. could sell it for any amount of money that you wanted, and you could increase the price of that contract however well, you wanted. It's getting
0: messy. <laughs> for sixteen so i'm impressed
1: <laughs> i know i mean they were a leading economic superpower or power in the world yeah. <laughs> i Who wouldn't would necessarily say it? superpower so this is what brought out the financial speculators okay because you buy this contract and then you could then resell that contract for twice the number That you bought it for twice the amount and then you people could keep doing this as many times as they wanted and um there was just no regulation on what a standard price for a contract would be you know these bulbs are going like crazy people are very excited for this luxury item to come once once springtime happens here so around the time of the tulip craze that was taking over the country there also happened to be a nice little outbreak of plague okay oh, and 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 uh, a labor shortage so the fatalism that these issues created is said to make the people of the netherlands more inclined to take risks hence future contracts in themselves so during the winter months of 1636 and 37 the tulip mania spread and the prices of the tulips just uh, excuse me the contracts rather skyrocketed and tulip mania reached its peak during that winter period between 1636 and 37 when some of those tulip bulb contracts were reportedly changing hands 10 times in one day so hence you like you buy it sell it and some they sell it and then they sell it and then they sell it so you know getting a little out of control here yeah Uh, how do you keep tabs (laughs) on that (laughs) okay i know so uh buyers uh, for the first time buyers apparently refused to show up at a routine bulb auction at this point when the collapse started to begin the uh, this may have been caused because in this place oh gosh i'm not gonna be able to say this (laughs) H a a r l e m, Harlem, Harlem ha- is where that collapse sure. began. The- and <laughs> sure, uh,
0: I mean, you're you're asking the wrong person.
1: <laughs> and and that's where uh, the, there was the outbreak. It was the bubonic plague, not just the plague, but the bubonic. I've heard plague. bad things. <laughs> I, I've heard some some bad things as well. <laughs> um, so the collapse idea. began in in Harlem. And that <laughs> was when, for the <laughs> for the first time, buyers apparently refused to show up at the routine bulb auctions, and then people the were okay. suffering from this outbreak of the bubonic plague, and you know th- we've got this risk taking behavior, and you know that helped burst this this economic bubble. So during this time, a single plant bulb could sell for two thousand. 500 guilders so they call so they call the, the big bucks guilders mm. or 16 and a half years worth of pay annual salary yes so one bulb one tulip bulb is worth 16 and a half years of your salary wow it's a lot of money for this futures <laughs> contract for the contract You're not even literally looking or holding on to the flower itself, just this piece of paper for, to hold the flower one day. So some sites uh, said that once, once tulips could sell for more than 10 times the amount of a person's annual salary. So there's no like clear cut answer on how much the, like the highest prices were, but it was a lot. It was a lot definitely at least a full year's salary for sure but most likely more so this of course could not last you know unless someone was ultimately willing to pay such a crazy high price it was it was definitely not meant not meant to last so in february of 1637 tulip traders could no longer find any new buyers. Uh, willing to pay the increasingly inflated prices for their, for their bulbs. So no deliverers were ever made to fulfill any of these contracts oh. because the tulip bulb contract prices collapsed abruptly and the trade of tulips ground to a halt when the tulip wow. bubble burst. Dun, dun, dun. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> so many investors were ruined by the sudden fall in prices people were left with a lot of extra unwanted tulips (laughs) that were in the end. (laughs) That were worthless. Worthless. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like you're reading my mind. I know. Thanks to the French. I know. After the market collapsed, the problem of resolving hundreds of disputed sales still remained. So the government tries to help. And the court of Holland ordered each city to freeze tulip agreements, investigate the matter at hand, and then according to its own judgment, act, act accordingly. So the government of the Netherlands also responded by declaring that anyone who had bought contracts to purchase bulbs in the future could just void their contract by payment of a 10% fee. So attempts were made to resolve the situation, uh, but of course, these attempts were not successful. They did not satisfy all parties involved. So, of course, just like you know, kind of just faded away after that. It wasn't a whole lot of information about what happened after that. But some say, you know, after doing reading all this stuff, watching my little three minute history video. And becoming an economist myself, obviously, <laughs> obviously. Um, through reading Wikipedia, you know, <laughs> U- Wikipedia University. Uh, <laughs> then I got to some other articles that were kind of very contradictory and saying that tulip mania wasn't really even a big deal at all. And I was like, what? I just watched video after video and read the, all these things. Yeah, they had a little for it. Me then it wasn't a big deal. I wasted my time on this topic. <laughs> I know. I was like, well, this is gonna be my topic, even if it wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> Too late. You already watched a three-minute video. <laughs> <laughs> I know my three-minute video can never be given back to me. So Tulip Mania, there's this uh researcher and Goldgar. Uh Goldgar's d- did some studies on this and uh looked up the archived contracts and found that even at its peak, the trade of tulips was conducted almost exclusively by merchants and skilled craftsmen who were already wealthy. And, uh, but they weren't members of the nobility, but they were already had some money to spend. But we already kind of knew that based on what they had already said about the growing middle class and how they were doing pretty well. So Mm. to me, I don't know if that's, I don't know, Goldgar, I'm still, still on the fence, but uh, any economic fallout from the bubble, according to Goldgar, says, was very limited. Goldgar identified many prominent buyers and sellers in the market, found fewer than half a dozen who experienced financial troubles in the time period. And even of the, those cases, it wasn't clear that the tulips were necessarily to blame. And so... It was a little up in the air of whether or not Tulip Mania really was all that big big of a deal because although prices had risen, uh, Goldgar was trying to say that money, I keep thinking of like Power Rangers, (laughs) Goldgar! Yeah, you're right. (laughs) I keep thinking of that every time I say it. So Goldgar (laughs) um, said that even though those prices had risen, money had not necessarily changed hands between the buyers and the sellers. So maybe they were just saying that they were worth 10 years annual salary, but nobody ended up buying it because it was such a crazy amount. So Goldgar was trying to say that thus the profits were never realized for the sellers in in the end anyway, unless the sellers had made other purchases on credit in expectation of the profits. So the collapse in prices did not cause anyone to lose money. There's a lot of a lot of back and forth on whether or not this was like a big shock or if it just affected a small amount of people. And then I found this other article, this guy named Peter Garber, who is a Brown University economist, like the real deal, <laughs> not Wikipedia <laughs> University version. Uh, he and he, he said, and stuff. <laughs> he said, and he's apparently a tulip mania expert, I believe oh he he said i know you should have interviewed him he said that tulip mania was not a mania at all but is explainable by market fundamentals the explosive increases in the price of tulip bulbs garber says can be explained by supply and demand factors rare bulbs were hard to reproduce and in the greatest demand thus rare bulbs tend tended to rise in price and he also agrees that the bubonic plague would be a, a lot of an influence towards the, the mania that's not really mania at all. And uh, he said it is conceivable that like a gambling binge tied to a drinking game and general carousing may have materialized <laughs> as a response to this plague that was happening at the time and, and what they called like the fatalistic Point of view and all that risk taking that was happening in the Netherlands. So I don't know. I've read multiple articles and like so many videos talk about this being like, oh my gosh, it's the first bubble. It was nuts tulips for <laughs> we're, we're, we're the craze. Gold. And then and then after all that, I read like these two different articles that were saying like, eh, it wasn't really that it big wasn't of that big
0: a deal. Looking <laughs> back, you know,
1: <laughs> but I mean, like it's cited um you know you know anyone who's reading about economics through history and learning about that kind of thing like tulip mania is often brought up so i don't know i don't know there's a little bit of a misinformation going on there but this is definitely something i don't get i could never see myself wanting to sell or buy something that expensive that is that small that doesn't serve any purpose other than just being cool and
0: it only blooms for so long and then you gotta wait exactly you know it's granted so it comes back
1: but that's you true
0: water it but i do want <laughs> tulips. i think they're very beautiful flowers. that's true and if you've they're ever been to cheap like- now
1: right like probably, I feel like if you've ever been to size. Amsterdam or you like you've seen like those those pictures of those giant tulip fields, and it's just like you know like from the air, and it just looks like stripes of color on the ground, and it's just flowers. So I like, think it's uh, still
0: a thing. Like in uh, the a Wizard thing. of Oz when she goes into yes, that, like- but those are poppies. Oh, they have a tulip museum in Amsterdam too.
1: I mean, it's a big thing. If you just Google like Ooh, tulip fields in so Amsterdam, pretty. it's it's nuts. It, I mean, like, and, and this time of year, I see these pictures of the tulips all over oh, the wow. place. You know, the pictures of these giant fields. So that's in the Amsterdam. That, that's in the. Oh, that's so, an Amsterdam. I love to go there, I know would be so fun. Gorgeous, but imagine. <laughs> but you know so that was kind of like my inspiration i was like what's the deal here it's just some it's just and that's just one just one bulb and you're not even physically holding it it's just promised to you someday in the future i would never spend that amount of money on something that's luxury that you can't actually you can't eat you can't eat it yeah i mean there's not much of a use doesn't make you warm (laughs) i know doesn't doesn't give you shelter can help you get from place to and place. you're not even getting it you're getting
0: the contract yeah so it's like, a, it's like when you're paid to get on the wait list or a, like a pre pre-sale yeah. type of thing yeah.
1: exactly although so even then you don't
0: pay up all the money up
1: front so i didn't get that but i do yeah. understand like the craze the fad the sensation of wanting to be cool and like when something's rare yeah, i gotta have it and you gotta have it and just like what we all symbol. experienced with the toilet paper and that well, wasn't even a status well that symbol. we literally <laughs> i
0: mean we really did need that
1: that was fear <laughs> that was fear of having to uh turn your shower into a bidet <laughs> that's really what that was <laughs> or turn into the old sock <laughs> oh yeah that's true that's very oh, true <laughs> but yeah so that was it that was my topic all right well that was a nice uh
0: perfect spring brightening topic um i know i said i, I was gonna go light but <laughs> i have another <laughs> sort of dark one not as dark as the uh you know the death penalty stuff um actually you've you've done something related um because it is a curse um my topic yes is <laughs> my topic is the kennedy curse
1: Oh been, nice.
0: Um, I've always been interested in this and kind Camelot. of
1: Camelot. Like, That's what they didn't they call them like the Camelot or whatever of oh, Washington, DC. I don't know. I, I could be just making I up. didn't hear about or read that, but I that could be very true.
0: Um so my uh sources were uh a podcast called Stuff They Don't Want You To Know. Ooh. Uh, which is actually <laughs> I I think we could uh we could partner with them. They have some good good topics. Um, okay an episode from July, 2018, and then another, uh, podcast called mile higher. Um, it's like a husband and wife team, um, from August, 2019. And of course go to Wikipedia. And, um, and then I had some statistics later on that I took from Harvard risk management and audit services,
1: but it's not Mm -hmm. as boring as it sounds. (laughs) So you're an audit expert now.
0: Well, you know, I had to get a, a, a viable source. So I was like, you know, harvard.edu is, is good. (laughs) I mean, you got to trust Harvard, right? Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, so I kind of went back and forth on like, whether I believed, well, I don't really believe in curses to begin with, but like, after reading through this, you know, I'm like, damn, that's,
1: that's definitely more than (laughs) It's a lot of bad luck yeah, yeah. When I, so I did the um family? i did the curse of the hope diamond when i did a curse episode oh i thought and, you did
0: um didn't you do the one the halloween one for it was was the poltergeist
1: no. no the movie i yeah. talked about that with you when we did we didn't do it as a topic though i was thinking about doing cursed um when we did with when we partnered with um step and repeat but i did yeah. kind of like the un the bad luck of uh the exorcist the movie yeah but um that was really more oh, about like, okay. why people give a crap about <laughs> horror movies and why do they keep wanting to scare themselves kind of thing okay i'm sorry I'm even like though confusing i mean we definitely talked episodes. about it for yeah. sure and there is a lot of rumors about the poltergeist movie and franchise being cursed for sure but yeah. um but yeah those i think that the only real curse that i did was the curse of the hope diamond and it was the same situation where yeah. it was like this is uh this is a lot of things happening you know to yeah one... like it's kind of hard to like <laughs> ignore that yes um... yes
0: exactly <laughs> so um the first kennedys to come over to the u.s from ireland which they're originally from um were patrick and bridget kennedy um, and they came to the U S in 1849 and, uh, Patrick worked as a barrel maker, um, also known as a Cooper fun fact. So <laughs> there's going to be a lot of just a warning. There's going to be a lot of names that are junior seniors and like change, okay. like middle name, all of a sudden is like the like there's so many like repeating of names, it gets really confusing. I literally had to look up the family tree because I I, I was like getting confused.
1: Okay, okay. <laughs> um, Sometimes we need a visual.
0: Yeah, you know I'm a visual learner, so that always helps me. But, um, so yeah, we start we start with Patrick and Bridget. They have f- five kids, um, including Patrick Joseph Kennedy, known as PJ. So he is important because he is the first Kennedy to take, um, elected office. He is in the state legislature of Massachusetts from 1884 to 1895. So he's, like I said, the first, you know, Kennedy to get into politics. He is the paternal grandfather of John F. Kennedy or JFK. Okay. Um, and then he has, um, several children, one of which is Joseph, who is the father of JFK and many of the others that I'll get into. But um, Joseph is you know, prominent businessman and also a politician. Um, however, it's widely suspected that he has ties with the mob. Um, he's known for bootlegging at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got ties with the Nazis. He was kind Whoa, of like- oh, I uh, didn't know about that. So he was like a Nazi, like a peace. They they called it appeasement, where he he didn't outwardly say like I support the Nazis, but he was like, well, let's let's you know, let's see what they have to say. Let's try to let's try to reason with them. Where everyone else is like, what are you talking about? Um, and he's <laughs> he's <trying>. also <laughs> let's reason with the Nazis.
1: Let's uh, <laughs> let's just have a little round table
0: talk here. Yeah, it'll go it'll go great. <laughs> Um, and he was also known big shocker as being, um, anti-semitic. Nice.
1: <laughs> Awful. That
0: coming. <laughs> yeah. So, and some people say that this was a possible trigger for the curse. There's, um, some stories uh, that a, that a rabbi put a curse on him. Uh, um, yeah. So who knows? Watch um,
1: out. <laughs> watch out.
0: <laughs> so again, he is the father of John F. Kennedy, Robert. Okay or bobby if bobby, bobby, bobby. Uh,
1: <laughs> joseph jr
0: uh rosemary kathleen Ugh, poor Rose can Mary. you tell they're irish catholic <laughs> i know uh, eunice patricia Jean, and edward or wait Ed that's kennedy. how many
1: kids they had yeah oh the, wow. that's another
0: thing the kennedy family is huge because they all have a ton they're of catholics kids. yeah yeah yeah. irish catholic and and they all name each other after the others (laughs) everyone's a junior because so
1: that's why the (laughs) juniors so they all name each other oh my god it's so annoying gracious yeah
0: (laughs) so it's a huge family so that's why some people you know argue well it's not really a curse because when you have this many people in your family like of course shit's gonna happen um but I don't know so uh the first like big disaster or big uh death is uh in 1944 when joseph kennedy jr uh again the um he is the older brother of jfk he is killed in an aircraft explosion during world war ii um he was in the military yeah and he did this, they wanted um, him to
1: be president originally right oh really i didn't yeah um, like he was supposed to be that like would make the dad's, sense if
0: he's the oldest
1: he was supposed to be the dad's like favorite and he really wanted him to run for office but of course because of his untimely demise they were left with their runner-up so to speak <laughs> <laughs> and um
0: this was called operation aphrodite and it was um a very like dangerous super secret mission um, and so basically his job was to fly these bombs, you know, um, uh, that were going to be dropped, but, um, big shock, they, something went wrong and it exploded. <laughs> um, you know, what could go wrong?
1: <laughs> so so that was the plane in the plane
0: crash. Um, well, yeah, technically it was a plane so crash. That's,
1: so there's multiple plane crashes in the family. Yeah, that.
0: that was the crazy part. Um, but I mean, yeah, but so the, the although they are actually, rich, <laughs> Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'll get into the plane stuff because I found that interesting. Um yeah, so there was an electrical fault that caused the bombs to explode in the aircraft, you know, so it instantly killed wow. him. Um then the same year, um, William Cavendish is
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I had to say that with a British. accent I want to
1: say that was like a character on the Cavendish. Titanic yeah or brit bridgerton i don't know um
0: so he is the newlywed husband of kathleen kennedy um he was fatally shot by a german sniper also during the war
1: and okay. then not that outrageous but yeah okay.
0: yeah but uh four years later his wife kathleen kennedy or cavendish um again this is jfk's sister um mm. sorry i got distracted by an aunt <laughs> <laughs> swear these things are watch out hungry (laughs) get away from me um so kathleen kennedy or cavendish uh is william's wife she dies in you guessed it a plane crash um in france yeah um so then we uh jump to i try to go in chronological order um makes sense
1: makes sense (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) Um,
1: solid choice narrative yeah you know just a
0: linear pattern (laughs) um august 9th 1963 um jackie kennedy and john um unfortunately uh lose their two-day-old son patrick who was born six Mm. weeks premature with a lung condition and he and i didn't know
1: about that way
0: yeah and then she also i think before that they said she had she delivered a stillbirth so Mm. um uh the trauma of that
1: Um, i know this that poor woman she went through Uh, quite a bit uh, in her lifetime yeah
0: and a few months later in november uh, 1963 um as we all know jfk was assassinated while riding through dallas in a convertible um lee harvey oswald uh was the one that was convicted or i guess yes (laughs) Um, And then he was uh, gunned down two days later. And of course, Mm -hmm, huge mm -hmm, conspiracy. mm -hmm. Uh, Everyone was kind of like, something
1: doesn't add up. This is the part we don't get. They even brought that up in the Umbrella Academy (laughs) TV show. There's been so many spoofs off of that. I mean, that that could be in pop culture. I know, but I mean, goodness gracious, that would be so much information.
0: Oh my God. And then I'd be afraid of like, somebody coming after me yeah <laughs> what if i find uh, the answer no
1: i know <laughs> on wikipedia <No. laughs> yes exactly wikipedia university bay and
0: Jay solve the mystery Uncovered. of kfk <laughs> <laughs> <Hey, that was. laughs> um, <laughs> i am just
1: you are so clever I, I mean know. goodness gracious this
0: podcast would go viral <laughs> i know um okay so june of the next Crickets. year <laughs> 1964 uh ted kennedy survives a plane crash so he survives okay oh really um yeah he is injured he has some broken ribs uh and but one of the his aides who was on the flight and the pilot um die i think they crashed mm. into like some, some sort of orchard or something mm. um,
1: and, and we all know the, about that chap aquitic yep get to mm. that get into mm. that that was crazy that um, was a good movie
0: i watched didn't it make me his biggest fan
1: didn't make movie, me his biggest fan movie.
0: i watched the movie <laughs> to prepare for the podcast it's very Look good at you. i know well, i was i was always curious about it anyway
1: i was too i was too yeah i so, was first no i'm okay. just joking i'm just uh,
0: joking <laughs> In 1968, um, Robert F. Kennedy, JFK's brother, is um, assassinated after winning the California Democratic primary for uh, US Senate. He's 38 years old. um, And this was right after he had been calling for more of an investigation into JFK's assassination. Um, And he was killed by a man named Sirhan Sirhan. Um, now did you it, watch
1: that movie i did not the movie uh, i think with
0: anthony hopkins is I that believe. the one with uh, uh leslo
1: <laughs> or is that i don't know else? maybe yeah because they were in like hotel.
0: Um,
1: yeah and uh that came out when we were like in college yeah and it had um i think it was rfk i think was the name of the movie oh, okay well because there was the one called bobby that I'm thinking oh of. no maybe that's that's what it is because I remember I actually had that poster hanging up in my dorm room because oh, I got wow. it for free oh okay I was like <laughs> you really like that movie I no guess. no not that much I just I had so many movie posters for free and that was just one of the ones I liked because it had so many good actors in it but yeah yeah I believe James Marsden might have been in it as well it was a huge cast of. It's of, such like, a great A-listers. cast. Can't remember more than one
0: person. <laughs> well, um yeah. wasn't it um
1: Amelia Estevez or something, or maybe he directed it, or something. Could be. Maybe we should go back to the poster wherever that thing happens. Where's it.
0: Where's Andy? He'll He'll call it in. I mean, he'll text <laughs> us and be like, um you had all the actors wrong okay
1: yes yes (laughs) much like much like you're actually thinking
0: of this person
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah we should not trust me when it comes to actors in a movie ever again. apparently me neither (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I think you're right i think it was called bobby for sure okay
0: yes and i was right amelia okay 2006 so yeah we would have been in college oh you were right anthony hopkins and i was right amelia estoness uh we got elijah wood we got Demi. Moore.
1: So you didn't watch that movie? Come on! I think
0: I saw parts of it. Um, so disappointing! I didn't see the whole thing. Lawrence Fishburne, Martin Sheen, of course. Wow. Um, yeah. So, um, he unfortunately is is killed by this man Sirhan Sirhan, who doesn't really Ooh, Demi Moore he, was in it too. Yeah, I said that already. Thanks for
1: Sharon Stone. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah.
0: I have, to, I have to stop yeah you can go um, ahead and mute yourself thanks
1: sir han sir Hans. keep 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 it coming
0: yeah so he was um he basically like says he has no recollection of it uh really don't really oh, know he just, the motivation. just forgot well i didn't of even know the like- motivation well people think they like speculate he was like brainwashed you know or
1: or, like kind of like like that project paperclip stuff that they said that ted kaczynski was in
0: yeah something Mm -hmm. like that yeah so um yeah i mean he's i think still to this day like says he doesn't
1: oh is he still alive
0: uh yes i believe so yeah wow um and then of course 1969 the chappaquiddick incident Um so for those of you who don't know, I actually was unfamiliar with this until (laughs) I saw um an episode of um succession where they basically use a parallel storyline. And I I talked to our friend Andy, good friend of the pod, uh, and he was like, oh yeah, you know, that was based, I that was, I'm pretty sure they based that off of like what happened at Chappaquiddick. And I was like, oh. Um, yeah, so basically, um, Ted Kennedy is a U.S. senator at this point. This is, you know, not you know not long after his his um, both of his brothers have been assassinated, um, and he is in um, Martha's Vineyard uh, on this island called Chappaquiddick Island for a sailing uh, tournament with his family. And he would have
1: been like the third runner-up. Oh for yeah, he was he was in line
0: to be president. You know, the father was kind of grooming him for that um Mm -hmm. and then one night he's driving with this woman named Mary Jo Kopechny I hope I said that right
1: um that sounds right
0: yeah and so she's the former secretary for John F Kennedy and I mean based off of what the movie was kind of showing he uh Ted is kind of trying to get her to work for him uh, we don't know a lot of what happened, why they were together, or um, you know if they were under any the influence of anything, but um, Ted was driving, um, and then all of a sudden their car goes over a bridge, flips over the bridge into the water. Uh, Ted gets out. He says he cannot recall how he gets out of the water. Um, the woman ends up drowning, uh, and it is not reported to the police until... Uh, 10 hours later and it's not reported by Ted himself it's reported by the people that found the car with um Mary Jo's body in it um
1: you know so So shitty
0: yeah and
1: a poor woman
0: yeah I know like and in the movie uh you know Ted like gets a, a cab home like after this and you know his cousin like says like what happened and the first thing he says is well I'm not going to be president. <laughs> like, yep, okay, that's what you're worried important. about, dude. But he not wasn't this wrong. Poor because woman. He, he, fa- he was he not for- president. <laughs> right. He uh, he ran in, I believe, 1980 and, and failed, but he was still um, a, a highly renowned senator. And he actually yes. lived a pretty long life, considering. Yes. Um, he died in 2009 of a brain tumor. Um, and he was actually one of the few to bring up the curse to the public and actually say like i really but like it was during his trial with the um Um, with congress and it's like i don't know if i would call that one a curse because you know poor
1: judgment
0: yeah like you (laughs) literally like let a woman like drown in your car and didn't do anything about it
1: you know well, anyway. even if it was an accident, you just got to take yeah. responsibility. Just take yeah, responsibility in the movie, they're like, you know,
0: it would have taken us twenty five minutes to like to get her, her out. Like, we could have gotten her out if you just gotten help. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, the movie definitely like I kind of went back and forth. I'm like, man, he's a jerk, and then like, no, he's he's trying to do the right thing. And man, they make his dad Joe look like just a terrible person which there have not been good things
1: said about him yeah from what
0: (laughs) I've read he was basically abusive to his children and um basically like it was all about very domineering yeah yeah at no matter what cost and we'll talk a little more about that um with what he did with one of his daughters
1: yes Um, I know that's got to be one of the worst ones I feel that I know what you're gonna say that's like the whole it just makes me so like disgusted
0: so in um so we have the Ch- Chappaquiddick incident in 1969. Um in 1973, uh John no J I said JPK. Uh oh Joseph Patrick Kennedy <laughs> the second. Um he crashed his Jeep uh and he paralyzed the passenger that was with him. Oh um, and interesting and uh, interestingly enough. Um a year before this, he was on a uh a hijacked plane and survived. Whoa, like, what are the freaking odds? Okay, they never need to get on an airplane. I ever know. Ago. I swear to god, if i ever on a plane and there's someone on there with that last name, I'm getting off. Getting <laughs> off. Okay. Never. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, I need everyone's name. No. Um, that's why we don't hire private jets. Okay, people. No and i can never yeah
1: yeah (laughs) yeah that's besides the point
0: yes we just want to live okay
1: (laughs) yes that's what's (laughs) most important yes i don't you know yeah there are trains trains and automobiles situations that this family is having it's just not uh, oh my god it's all in their favor yeah Um, And then in 1973,
0: Edward Kennedy Jr., who was 12 years old at the time, has to have one of his legs amputated due to bone cancer, Mm. unfortunately. In 1984, David Kennedy Kennedy
1: himself had like an illness as well.
0: You have to be a little more, uh, John F. Kennedy?
1: Uh, Sorry. (laughs) 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 Wow. That was, that's really, okay, keep going. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> no i mean that makes sense because he probably is considered the kennedy if you were too yeah
1: um, he had addison's disease oh and I hypothyroidism oh well look at you
0: <laughs> yeah Keep
1: well, going.
0: well i mean just adds to the
1: list of unlucky things <laughs>
0: yeah um so 1984, David Kennedy, who was JFK's son and only 12 years old at the time of his dad's assassination, but like old enough to like remember everything, you know, yeah. um, he overdoses at a hotel, um, on, he developed a painkiller addiction after, um, um, he was prescribed some after an accident. Um, oh. yeah, no figure. shock, an accident. I was trying to figure out what the a- accident was, but it didn't really say mm. Um and then 1991, William Kennedy Smith is arrested and charged for rape. Um, hmm. and he is acquitted. Now what is
1: his relation to? Um, John F. Kennedy? I
0: believe he, I want to say, because I think he was out with Ted Kennedy the night that he was like accused of it. Um, wait, let me look this up really quick. William Kennedy wife jeez who the hell
1: would marry him but well <laughs> maybe this was prior
0: yeah he looks creepy um okay so his parents are steven edward smith and gene okay so gene kennedy so he would be jfk's nephew okay because he's because um gene kennedy was his mom he's a physician sorry going down like a little rabbit hole here (laughs) (laughs) so he's charged but is he found he's acquitted which um is interesting it seems like everyone that's acquitted in the kennedy family um or everyone that's charged of anything in the in the kennedy family is acquitted which is i mean it's kind of like explained in in chappaquiddick like how like the like a lot of family he ties has. Yeah. he's like a oh i know someone there ties. i'll just call them up like when when um ted is saying like oh my license was suspended and they're like oh it's okay i'll just call up like someone in the mba and like they'll just like fix it for you.
1: <laughs> yeah no i believe it i mean money and power will get you a lot oh
0: it's it's really scary um okay so william kenny uh 1997 michael l kennedy who's one of robert's uh children dies okay. in a skiing accident which i think was pretty pretty like crazy weird
1: accident like freak accident um they you have know what happened to Bo- bono shares shares a old boo uh he died in a skiing accident actually. too yeah he a lot of in people a lot well. of people
0: has di- have died not a lot but like of
1: skiing being a deadly sport
0: well they have this tradition in the kennedy family of doing downhill skiing while playing football which you know doesn't sound like the best idea
1: was Um, it a broken neck i i um, I sense a broken neck
0: he he, i think i'm pretty sure i might be confusing him with someone else but i think he ran into a tree um, so i'm guessing something just impact
1: maybe yeah
0: yeah ouchie
1: Um, yeah ouchie
0: yeah he was only 39
1: at the time um jeez could you imagine being playing out there skiing side by side playing i can't do one or the other by i would feel so guilty if i was like hey let's go play this game and then yeah if you're the one like throwing the ball yeah like yeah sunny bono that's it yeah sunny bono oh okay Shane. I
0: was like did you mean Bono
1: but he's still alive
0: <laughs> no not
1: Bono no Sonny and Cher oh, okay. yeah I he died like... in 1998 because of a skiing accident mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh interesting yeah, I'm telling you it's happening don't go skiing okay be careful man don't, just don't do anything don't with plane. the Kennedys okay seriously <laughs> but um I mean, that, that was unrelated but yes <laughs>
0: So let's see. Um, yeah, so he dies from the skiing slash football. And then in 1999, JFK Jr., John's son, is on, other son, is on his way to Martha's Vineyard, uh, I believe for a wedding. And he, uh, he's flying the plane. They're flying at night. Um, unfortunately, they, it's a small plane. The plane, um Crashes into the ocean, and him and his wife and sister in law
1: are all killed. Um, I remember when time. that happened. Do you remember yeah. when that happened? I because yes. I didn't really know very much about him or anything, but I remember like all these older people saying, "Oh, he was so cute. Yes, he my, was yeah, so good looking. He was so good looking. And I remember just seeing always his wondering picture everywhere if he was going to get into politics too." but i i didn't really see that in in his future but i didn't really know very much about him but yeah um
0: he was so attractive yeah i mean most of the kennedys were pretty you know terrible Mm -hmm. looking
1: um another thing that money will get you good plastic surgeon yeah so (laughs) (laughs) um
0: so rosemary kennedy which is one of the um he's excuse me she's the sister one of the sisters of john uh, kennedy um you know she has an intellectual disability Mm -hmm. um but it's kind of speculated like how disabled quote-unquote she really was like it was reported that she was assertive and rebellious and you know had like mood swings which i'm like to me that's like any teenager um, I mean I'm sure she probably had something but um, you know her dad was afraid that she was kind of like ruin the family name yeah so at um, when she was age 23 in 1941 she was given a prefrontal lobotomy so basically part of her I can't brain believe was she removed. was that old she was that yeah. old she, yeah and
1: I'm guessing they just like kind of made her do it
0: yeah that I I can only imagine this she had no consent whatsoever to
1: this i mean who in the world would agree
0: or if she did that? have
1: consent if she didn't know what she was consenting to yeah or if they told her so it wasn't informed you know. yeah yeah i
0: yeah um and it diminished her capacity to the functioning of a toddler
1: yeah i heard just, that ugh, that was the worst see that one i feel like is just like so awful who right. would do that to their child yeah. so she ended up uh, so much worse off i mean i know yeah, that she, there was a time when people thought lobotomies were like the cure-all yeah but it's like but come like, on. like you're gonna go into this person's brain without having like enough research to back that up yeah it's there like just clearly wasn't.
0: You, you just wanted to like make it so you could control her and throw her in an institution which mm-hmm. is exactly is that what's, what's happening yeah yeah she passed away in 2005 i mean she was like in her 80s but it's like you know the quality of life was must have been terrible um and then some some other wonderful events actually my topics have now crossed paths because um uh, in 2002 michael skakel um mm-hmm. who is the nephew of robert kennedy's widow ethel um so no blood relation but uh through marriage he is convicted of, of bludgeoning neighbor martha moxley to death mm-hmm. and um this happened in 1975 um, mm-hmm. this was during, uh, and, and, it crosses over the topic I did about the, um, the, the camp, the, the teenager, um, like quote unquote. Oh yeah. Did he camps. go there? Yeah. And that's kind of what got him charged because he was in one of the groups and like he admitted to killing her. Um,
1: yeah. but big they shock. They made a hit- great made for TV movie called Murder in Greenwich that I've seen like five times based on that whole thing yeah then. but it, it oh gosh
0: but um big shock his conviction was well it was overturned, overturned and it then reinstate, overturned. reinstated and then october 2020 it was officially like <laughs> we're not retrying this um so Just i can only ridiculous. imagine Ridiculous. yeah Ugh. i can only imagine who they must have known in you know in the court true true
1: because they were very wealthy on their own even without the kennedy fortune
0: oh the <clears throat> um the Skakels
1: yeah because they I think they were like cousins to like Kathleen Kennedy or something like that or I don't know they, they were like they're related but it's like indirectly oh.
0: yeah so he's the nephew of Robert Kennedy's widow Ethel yeah so I think it's oh, only Ethel, by okay, marriage not yeah yeah but, anyway, but i mean either way still, they don't adds, they don't want their name tarnished so it's like okay it
1: adds to it for sure that the whole idea of the curse for sure yeah
0: um so 2011 cara kennedy who is the oldest daughter of ted kennedy survives lung cancer only to die of a heart attack at age 51 while working out at a gym so that's a bummer um there are speculations (laughs) that she made she might have overdosed or had some sort of addiction though. um not that that like makes it okay but um their addiction was definitely like something that that you know was running rampant through the
1: yeah i mean they're irish catholic so yeah there's statistically there's a lot of drinkers
0: yeah. yeah seriously um and then um in 2012, Mary Richardson Kennedy, who is, I forget how she's related to JFK. Um, she commits suicide in New York. Um, she like hangs herself on her own property, unfortunately. Um, and then Sersha Kennedy Hill has an accidental overdose in 2019. She's only 22. Um, mm-hmm. And then the most recent was uh, Maeve Kennedy McKean, who is RFK's granddaughter, uh, Robert Kennedy's granddaughter. Um, Also, um, when I looked her up, she's she's also the daughter of Kathleen Kennedy Townsend, who was Maryland's lieutenant governor for a while. Um, Mm. So she was uh, canoeing in the Chesapeake Bay with her eight-year-old son, Gideon and they disappeared um and then four days later her body was found and then two days after that her son's body was found um it's believed that she went after like a ball that he had and like they i guess the current kind of swept them up um
1: in the chesapeake bay yeah i was a little surprised about that too um but i mean i guess you know if you're really far out there they're in a yeah or if
0: like yeah for some reason you can't get back to your canoe and then your arms get tired from swimming yeah, that's yeah just it's awful true. yeah so there there were a lot of articles not a lot but um a few articles i read that said that like pretty much like all the kennedys were or at least all the men were like um you know they cheated on their wives like jfk like well we all know like marilyn, marilyn monroe um but he had like several girlfriends apparently i'm sure um i'm sure yeah they would have like parties and people would just be like walking around naked (laughs) um there was like there's a lot of speculation that they were like in the illuminati and things like that Mm -hmm. so you know there's a lot of when you have that much money and power god only knows you know nothing's really off the table
1: absolute Um, power corrupts absolutely
0: yeah, so there's, you know, there's different theories, obviously, about why the curse started. Um, the rabbi thing is one of them. And then, you know, what Joe Joseph did to Rosemary was another, like, possible trigger for the curse, people believed. Um. But, you know, it's, I, so when I first, like, read about it, I was like, well, you know, they take a lot of private planes. Um, yes. And those are more likely to crash. So I looked at the statistics just to see. Oh,
1: look so, um, at yeah, you, little yeah. investigator.
0: I did. Um, so the FAA, the, the Federal Aviation Administration and Department of Transportation said that over the past 20 years, private planes crashed 9.4 times more and charter planes crashed 32 times more than commercial airlines. Um, so that's quite a big difference. And they're, they're on, you know, private planes pretty much all the time and they're flying back and forth just like it's an everyday thing. So I think that's part of the reason why, you know, you could argue that it's not really a curse. It's just like, you know, you. Statistics. Yeah. Although I, I feel like even statistically, it probably happened more to them than the yeah. others. One um, of the reasons why the commercial planes are um, are safer is because the pilots have to go through way more training. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, they're better at withstanding harsh weather, and um, there's way more safety measures taken um, in terms of like uh, I think there's like two different or there's, there's like, you know, kind of redundancy in terms of like safety. Like if if something goes out in, in a plane, a commercial plane, then there'll be a backup and then a backup to the backup type of thing. Yeah. You know, little planes, they don't have that. um, They don't have that type of safety in place. Mm -hmm. And yeah. So, you know, and you're flying your own plane and, and these, I don't know, it seems like, (laughs) these people kind of thought they were invincible <laughs> yeah
1: that's the and they thing they literally got away like with everything with their with their ties their power their politics and their money like i they're potentially making some more reckless choices yeah you know like the football skiing for incident yeah you know <laughs> yeah playing it fast and loose yeah or like perhaps, let me maybe a little let more let me than fly
0: other people at <laughs> In bad weather, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was bad weather
1: or at least
0: the one that um, JFK Jr. was flying.
1: There had to have been at least one
0: with bad weather. (laughs) Yeah, so um, I don't know. It's definitely doesn't seem that great. I mean- Although it is a
1: very large family and it is generations of, of bad luck happening there. So, I mean, if you look at any family tree that has that many people in it that have, you know, that are taking the private planes and stuff, like, yeah, yeah, you know, you could, you could potentially have multiple, you know, illnesses and accidents and things like that in a very large family, but yeah, then, and, you know, obviously like addiction is a thing, a domineering yeah. father, they're in the public eye so there might have been some some double dealing you know some bad so maybe some someone wanted to you know bump a couple of them off or something yeah who and else? if you got
0: if you got ties to the mob like God yeah. only knows like who
1: you're who you're interacting with yeah
0: yeah or who you like, potentially
1: pissed off
0: yeah it's kind of like you don't want to be them but you also don't want to be up against them <laughs> yeah or like you know have anything to do with like trying to, um, expose them. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. What do you, what do you think? What's your final, final feeling?
1: I think it might be a little bit of both. I think just statistically, you know, it's not in their favor, big family, public eye, you know, playing it fast and loose, you know, being, you know, like reckless, potentially reckless or risk takers, all the private planes and private transportation in general and yeah. you know they're, they're not home buddies you know they're they're, they're getting out there you know yeah. <laughs> and then there's the lifestyle you know just of what they're living so I feel like they're definitely more likely to meet some sort of accidental and for example they can afford to ski you know like yeah. they're going on boats they're going on planes they're going on trips and traveling and stuff they go into yeah. the vineyard for crying out they got to go to math
0: is vineyard
1: math is so yeah. you know yeah
0: well that i don't know that was the uh, the topic um that's a good and, one yeah i've always been curious about like how many how many people were involved but like you said it, the the family is very big so and we don't hear about like you know oh this person lived a normal life under the radar you know
1: yeah <laughs> we only know how many stuff. you know how many just made it out alive
0: yeah you know but with no you know, this is why we don't make deals with nazis that's all i have to say
1: or give our kids <laughs> frontal lobotomies
0: and I isn't think they it- like
1: the gray gardens people too they were related to jackie o so that's kind of like a bad jackie onassis so that's through marriage but still
0: yeah, yeah.
1: another great hbo movie <laughs> gray <laughs> oh, gardens drew barrymore <laughs> oh Good old Drew.
0: she got her little daytime talk show
1: now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was good. That was really good. Thanks. I really, I've always wanted to look that up, but that is quite a quite a family tree. Quite a family tree yeah. to dive into for sure. right Can you imagine <laughs> the reunions? Oh my goodness gracious! We racing. need a whole venue. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. We will catch y'all later. The next time. Check us out on uh, Gmail. And the part I don't get and email us any of your quandaries and facebook and instagram on and this is the part i don't get and till next time have a good night till next time <laughs> bye